Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Learn English Vocabulary. My name is Jack and I'm making this podcast for you to learn or revise English vocabulary. You can find a transcript of this podcast on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk. You'll also find a link to the Speaking Club, which is a new platform I'm setting up to provide learners with a safe place to practice speaking English with other learners based around lesson materials from these podcasts. I'm still at the beginning doing this, so there aren't many people on the site to speak with, so I'm running regular conversation classes on Zoom as well. But there is going to be a speaking lesson based on the language from this podcast in the Speaking Club which you can sign up to for a free trial and try out. Or drop me a line and see when my Zoom classes are running. In this podcast, I want to talk about two activities you can do in your free time and focus on the questions you might ask in a conversation about these activities. You see, when you first meet someone, it's nice to ask questions to find out about them. I'm going to talk about free time activities because they're good topics. They are uncontroversial. Controversial is an adjective that we use to describe something that causes arguments and discussions. Politics, religion and taboo subjects like sexuality are probably not good topics to talk about when you first meet someone because they are controversial. However, Free time activities should be more straightforward and uncontroversial. Before I start talking about the topics, I want to focus on pronunciation. You see, in this podcast, I'm going to look at the questions you might ask someone to get to know them. In English, questions are really contracted. That is, the words all run together. I'm going to present two question forms, yes-no questions and wh questions. 
The yes-no question for this podcast is, do you like plus an object? Do you like is contracted to, do you like? You can use this to ask if someone likes anything. Do you like the colour red? Do you like dogs? Do you like learning English? Do you like listening to podcasts? The second question form, a WH question, starts with a question word. What, where, who, how, when, and then has an auxiliary verb and a subject. In this podcast, this will always be do for the auxiliary verb and you. What do you? In regular spoken English, this becomes what do you? What do you want? Or where do you live? Or how do you like your steak? For the rest of the podcast, when I use the questions, I'll say them as naturally as I can, so they might be difficult to make out. But I'll give you a lot of warning, so you should be able to hear them. I'm going to talk about two free time activities going for a meal in a restaurant and going to the cinema. I'll start with going for a meal. If you're making a plan with someone, say you're hungry right now and you want to go and get something to eat right away, you can ask, what kind of food do you fancy? If you're talking in general, you ask, what kind of food do you like? If you're asking about food, you'd probably not ask something so general. I mean, you could say, what kind of food do you like? Or, what's your favourite type of food? But I think more often, I would ask about specific cuisines first. A cuisine is a food from a specific country, but it's not a common word. Normally, we talk about food from different places. So you might ask, do you like Italian food? Once it's clear you're talking about food, you can drop the word food and just say the country adjective or sometimes region. So you could ask, do you like Indian food? And someone might reply, nah, I prefer Chinese. In the UK, we have lots of Indian restaurants, but interestingly, they're often run by Bangladeshi or Pakistani people. But we call all South Asian food Indian food. Also in the UK, Indian food is similar to food in India, but it's all been adapted and it's not as varied as food from South Asia. It's a kind of British Indian food. My wife is from Indonesia and I love Indonesian food, which is incredibly varied as Indonesia is amazingly rich culturally. There are so many different foods from Indonesia, but sadly, there are very few Indonesian restaurants here. There are some Thai restaurants, but I'm not sure how authentic the food is. Authentic means real or true to its origin. It can mean genuine. This painting is an authentic Picasso, and, and then the opposite is fake. But for food, it means that the cuisine you're eating, say, in the UK, is the same as the food if you ate it in the country it comes from. When people talk about food from India and Southeast Asia, you're going to end up talking about spice. Do you like spicy food? I used to hate spicy food. When I was a child, the feeling of a burning mouth from eating chilies was horrible. 
I avoided anything spicy. I quite like spicy food now, but food is normally quite bland in the UK. You get little chilli icons on menus to warn you that the food is spicy, but it's rare to find anything that's very spicy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Here are some quick-fire adjectives you can use to describe food. Sweet, with sugar or honey. Sour, with an acid taste like vinegar or lemon juice. Bitter, this is similar to sour, but you use it with things that taste sharp. Salty, with lots of salt. Peppery. A bit like spicy, but with a strong flavour of pepper. Bland, with no flavour. Rich. This can be used to describe any flavour that feels heavy in your mouth. You use it to describe food that you only want to eat a little of. If you really like sweet food, cakes and pastries and sweets and ice cream, you might say you have a sweet tooth. You might ask someone if they have a sweet tooth and use the question, have you got a sweet tooth? Or, do you have a sweet tooth? I bring these up because of the question forms which you can use to ask about all kinds of things. Listen to the contracted forms. Do you have a sweet tooth? is pronounced, do you have a sweet tooth? And, have you got a sweet tooth? is pronounced, have you got a sweet tooth? I'll say that one slowly. Vieux got a sweet tooth. Vieux got a sweet tooth. To recap, the questions you could ask when talking about going for a meal are What kind of food do you like? Do you like Chinese food? Do you like spicy food? Have you got a sweet tooth? Let's move on to another free time activity. Going to the cinema. Everyone likes going to the cinema, don't they? I used to live in Jakarta and there was an IMAX cinema in my nearest shopping mall. I would watch pretty much anything on an IMAX. It was such a good cinema. Okay, so 
What sorts of questions could you ask someone about going to the cinema? Do you like going to the cinema? That's not really good enough. As I said, everyone likes going to the cinema. What you could ask is what types of films someone likes. Now, when I've taught the vocabulary related to types of film in language schools, in the books it always says genres of films. However, in the UK we rarely use the word genre and I would never use it with someone I'd just met and was trying to get to know. I'd ask, what sort of film do you like? Or if I think that the person is a film buff, I might ask, what sorts of... What sort of films are you into? You could ask what kind of films, but it feels a bit stiff to me. For some reason, what sort of film is more natural? Here's another slightly strange bit of language. When you ask someone about their preferred genre of film, you ask, what sort of film do you like? But if you're talking to a film buff, a film fan, the sort of person that watches lots of films, you could ask, what sorts of films do you like? Earlier, I used the question, what sort of films are you into? If you are into films, then you probably love films and watch lots of them. So it feels more natural to ask about the sorts of films. This is a bit weird as both sort and sorts and film and films are okay in both questions, but it sounds more natural to me if you use film for the general question and films for the film buff. The American Film Institute has a list of the top 10 film genres. Number one, animation. Films made from pictures, either hand-drawn like old Disney or computer-animated. Number two, courtroom drama. These are films that focus on a trial. Number three, epic. These are large-scale films that are set in the past and are usually really long. Number four, fantasy. These are films that are about people and animals with skills and powers that you don't find in the real world. Number five, gangster. These are films about organised crime and criminals. Number six, mystery. I don't think this is a normal genre. The AFI says that these films are based on solving a crime. Number seven, romantic comedy or rom-com. These are romantic stories with funny bits. Number eight, science fiction. These are stories about the future that feature futuristic technology and space travel. Number nine, sports. These are films about sports teams or athletes. Number 10, Western. These are films about cowboys set in the American West between the end of the Civil War and around 1910. If you're having a chat about films, you might ask someone, do you like Westerns? Or perhaps if there are any sorts of films that you don't like. This list doesn't include horror films, which are scary films with supernatural monsters, or thrillers, which are tense films, often covering the same topics as the mystery genre in the AFI list. Most films are combinations of genres, but this language is useful when talking about films in general. 
If you do like films, then you probably have favourite actors. You could ask, do you like Nicolas Cage films? By the way, in most professions, we've stopped using gender-specific job titles. We say police officer, not policeman or WPC as we used to. I think because of the Oscars and other awards ceremonies, we still say actress. However, this sort of language is dropping out of use, so in a few years' time, this might be out of date. You might also have favourite directors, the person in charge of how the film is made. Lots of people have favourite film score composers, the people who write the music for the film. The score is the music composed for the film. If a film uses music that wasn't composed for the film, it's the film's soundtrack. To recap, the questions from this section, do you like going to the cinema? What sort of film do you like? Do you like science fiction? Do you like Quentin Tarantino films? I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and if you're interested, please do come to check out the podcast page on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk and check out the speaking club where you can practice using these questions and the vocabulary from this podcast. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a comment or a rating or a review. I love to hear from you and any comments or suggestions you have. If there are any topics or songs or scenes from a film that you'd like me to talk about or anything else you'd like to hear, I would be delighted to make a podcast for you. So please visit learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk and say hello. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.